Well, welcome back to the Care Team Podcast. Um, this is episode 92. Our go-to verse is Romans 12, 2, change your mind, change your life. And as we dive in today, uh, we have a, a fun, soft start that I haven't told anyone about yet. Um, so we're gonna, <laughs> just going to go right after it. Um, if, an, if one animal could talk, what, what animal would be the most polite animal? <laughs> what would be the most polite, polite animal most if, polite? They, if it could talk? I think, I think maybe a bird. bird? I feel like birds are kind okay. of polite. Okay. I don't know why. I was thinking a horse. They come okay. up to the fence and they acknowledge you and they stick around and they, you know, they don't generally bite or anything. You're talking know. about broken horses, not well, wild horses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I was gonna say they let you ride on them. I, mean, I don't know. I was maybe that's not polite because they're always just kind of like bumping into each other and just kind of have like the little flap like oh sorry sorry you know, <laughs> is that what they're uh, saying <laughs> yeah I think maybe Lori might be right yeah. because of, and you said it a broken horse like we all have to be taught manners yeah so the horse has been taught manners actually that's a good point yeah <laughs> now on the flip side if animals could talk what animal would be the rudest <laughs> well a cat maybe yeah, cat. I think I I could go with that one. Yeah. What's what's the the animal that spits? Is that camel? Camel. No, camel spit, but so do llamas. Llamas. Okay. Yeah. Mm, they both. So yeah. I think whatever that animal is. Yeah. I kind of feel like maybe raccoons too. Yeah. The other night I'm parked waiting for my son to come out of a birthday party and it's a dark, kind of a dark neighborhood. And yeah. I see these three figures come across the driveway and they get into this little flower bed. So I flip on my headlights mm. and there are three raccoons and I feel like they were kind of thumbing at me. Like they, <laughs> they didn't care at all that my lights yeah. were on them. They just looked up for a minute and then went about their business. Well, they're like animal ninjas, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. And they tear up your trash yeah. and put a lot. Yeah. yeah. Trash pandas. I-, I could see that. I could see that. As we uh, as we dive in today, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, suffering, and we know that suffering can uh, it has impacted many people. Uh, millions of people uh, suffer uh, every year for one reason or another. And so, just to kind of set it up, you know, you know, what are we talking about when it comes to suffering? What are some different types of suffering? You know, I I think about um, you know it could be something like an illness, like somebody who maybe they've been diagnosed with. Uh, Maybe, maybe a terminal illness, maybe not a terminal illness. Maybe it's something that they're going to have to live with the rest of their life. Mm. Um, or maybe people are suffering because of, uh, and, and that would be, you know, due to no fault of their own, just, you know, some mm-hmm. kind of medical condition. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you also have types of suffering where it's, uh, it's almost like self-inflicted. Maybe somebody who has uh, been uh, uh, wild with money. You know, yeah, and, and sure. not, I shouldn't say wild of money, not good stewards of, yeah. of how God yeah. has blessed them. So Yeah, I'd love to, I, I was telling uh, Lori and Tommy before we got started today that uh, I don't even remember exactly why I'd put this together, but I put a couple pages together on suffering for um, uh, something we did for the church a couple years ago. And I'd love to just read this first paragraph. And Tommy, all three uh, things that you said in here are right at the top. But mm-hmm. uh, pain and suffering are part of life, but not all suffering's the same. There's suffering that's brought on by separation from God. Suffering brought on by sin that has taken over our lives and suffering that we must endure that's of no fault of our own. All suffering can be redeemed in and through Christ as we are called to suffer with him, Philippians 4. We suffer with Christ so that we may also share in the joy and power of the resurrection. Apart from God, we suffer needlessly. And if we don't suffer in this life apart from God, we we will suffer in eternal torment and suffering in the next. When we ask Jesus to be the Lord and Savior of our lives, recognizing our broken and sinful nature, 
in our need to be redeemed, we stepped into eternity with Jesus. It is as if we have one foot in this life and one foot in the next in eternity. Though our suffering may seem pointless or aimless, it is not. God doesn't waste a thing, and as believers, we are being transformed into the likeness of our Creator. If our suffering doesn't have fruit in this life, it surely will in the next. And uh, 1 Corinthians 12, Paul writes that as we see a reflection in a mirror um, that we see right now only dimly, but when we get to heaven, we'll see the whole story. Nice. Yeah, I like that. I think that's the podcast right there. (laughs) (laughs) And complete. (laughs) Well, you know, and the other thing I was thinking about, too, as we were getting uh, getting ready to get started, I was looking at some things from the AACC, and they even brought up a couple things, too, was like, um, Suffering may uh, arise, and this is from them, this is arise due to other people's sin and failures, mm. such as a drunk driver who causes an accident and creates suffering for others. So, good. so I mean, you know, still no fault of your own, uh, but it's, it's someone else's sin. Yeah. So here's a dumb question. Does suffering imply or infer, imply long-term? Does suffering have to be long-term or can it be short-term? I, I would say it could be both. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah, I think, and I think the level of suffering in some sense is, is dependent on the individual, right? Um, uh, I might be able to endure some things that you can't and like, and vice versa. And so suffering is, is very individual in that sense as well. I think one of the things that um, when I'm counseling folks, we talk about is suffering can't be compartmentalized. I think that's part of what makes it suffering, you know, that it affects our whole being. Mm-hmm. It's kind of mind, body, and soul that uh, there's there's a torment. I think if we can control it and we can um, change it, then it's probably not suffering. Mm-hmm. You know, and then one thing uh, that, that they mentioned, uh, AAC, going back to them just real quick here, uh, actually reminded me of a situation uh, you and I had, Tom, uh, recently with a... Uh, um, a girl who uh, who came to the church and she was uh, struggling with uh, uh, potential demonic mm. influences. Yes, um, and uh, and this this not to say that this was this that this is the reason why they were suffering, but it, you know, like uh, they talked about, suffering can come as a result of a person's faith. And so, if we're not putting our hope in Christ, mm. if, if the Holy Spirit does not indwell in us that light, then then we are we are opening ourselves up to darkness. Absolutely. And I, I think you may have already said this, Tommy, but it also crosses that line of, uh, I think luckily in that situation, we were not looking at demonic yes, possession, correct. but just obsessing about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was suffering. Like, I, I don't, I want to be careful not to blame her. And yet at the same time, one of the things we counseled her mm-hmm. on was the importance to stay our mind on Christ yep. and on positive things. Because as she was worrying and as she was concentrating on some thoughts she was having, mm-hmm. she was really bringing on that suffering. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yep. You know, and, and again, you know, as we, as we talk about suffering, there's, there's many different forms, many different shapes and sizes. You know, it, it could be relationships, you know, uh, whether it be uh, an addiction. Addictions can, can, can be a lifetime. Um, you know, uh, it's our hope and prayer that addiction is not lifetime, but if someone is struggling with addictions in their, in their relationship, either with their uh, girlfriend, boyfriend, parent, spouse, whoever, uh, that, that, that can cause some long-term suffering. That can cause some long-term damage, um, you know, and, and, there, and there are many other things, too, that, that suffering could be if someone was, you know, diagnosed with something as well. Uh, you know, just to your point, you know, uh, Lori, it could be something where, uh, 
you know, someone has an injury that's, you know, put them out for a couple weeks, a couple months, you know, so that would be suffering uh, versus something that was uh, more long-term chronic type of an issue where somebody suffered a stroke and now mm. you have long-term effects mm. from that stroke uh, that, that lasts the rest of their life. Yeah, I was just thinking about um, this current semester, we're not running the group, but we've had a, a chronic pain group uh, in the past as part of Care Night. And I think about um, the, our leader, Anna, for that group and just how she has her own uh, suffering and, and own issues that she walks with. But part of her um, therapy, if you will, part of her own spiritual work and her suffering is to help others who are suffering. Mm-hmm. Um, she can't rid herself of that, but she finds a way to take that and make it a strength and help others with it. Um and, uh, you know, I, I think uh, what I want to be very careful of anytime I'm talking to someone is, again, that sort of individual nature of suffering, that who am I to say necessarily if you're suffering or not, mm-hmm. that, um, that you know that you are, that's between you and God. Uh, certainly don't ever want to make light of that or make anyone feel like, um, you know, you mentioned Tommy a stroke, or um, for, we have a domestic violence group, and if someone's been, never want someone in that kind of suffering to ever feel as though they're being blamed. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I think uh, this being a Christian podcast, uh, we have to be honest about how much of our suffering in the world really is brought on by our own sin mm-hmm. and and uh, you know mistaken uh, choices and and those kind. Of, I know in my life, I've had suffering because of my own choices. Yeah. Yeah, same here. Um, you know, so as, as we as we turn the page a little bit, uh, I just kind of want to I want to look at you know what the Bible says about suffering. I know you've shared a few uh, passages, uh, and forgive me, I can't remember if this is one you shared or not. Um, so I apologize. But did you talk about Second Corinthians twelve? No, go for it. Okay, so in Second Corinthians twelve, uh, Paul writes, uh, but he said to me, and this is Jesus talking. Jesus says, "My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness." And then Paul goes on to say, Therefore I will boast all the more gladly of my weakness, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. And so it's just so important to, to know that, you know, during those times of suffering, uh, sometimes, many times, you know, that there's growth happening, that there's that God is working in through you to 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 bring you back to him, to 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 lean more on Christ. Um, you know, we uh we, we need to focus on Christ. We need to to find our I know we've spoken about many times before is finding our identity in Christ and allow that to be our identity. Um, there is one thing uh, I'm trying to find it. I can't remember now where I saw it. I think it might have been in uh, a book I was reading, but it said that um, where it basically said something to the effect of where we place our identity directly impacts our potential or something like that. That's good. Yeah, yeah, you know, so uh, if if we're putting our identity in something else, whether it be our suffering or our job or you know, maybe our inability to work because we're suffering uh, versus like, you know, putting our hope and our identity in Christ. It's like, well, you know, as we talked about, uh, you know, uh, uh, recently, it's like we know how the battle ends. We, right. we know how right. how everything ends. And so just putting our, our hope and our, our trust in Christ. Do you ever think that if that God will let you suffer longer because – you talked about learning a lesson through suffering because you're not paying attention and you're not learning what you're supposed to. That's a good question. Sometimes I just ask myself, what what are you not getting? Why is it, <laughs> why does this keep happening? I think there are so many gray areas in that question. You know, again, just being cautious. 
I'll speak about myself in that way. I can be careful not to cast anything on others. But, you know, I, I've had many spiritual mentors over my life, and I remember one of them saying to me, you know, at this point, Tom, your suffering's a choice. You know, you're you're choosing not to, to find a way out. You're choosing not to embrace the solution. You're choosing not to change. Mm-hmm. And therefore, all the suffering you're experiencing right now is a choice. So I think in that sense and on the topic that I was talking about with him, mm-hmm. the answer to your question would be yes. But I also know that our God is good and that all that is good is of God. And so a good God doesn't have people needlessly suffer. And right. the scripture is very clear that he will, we, we do not have to, have to bear up under something we can't handle, that he will either come in and be our strength or else he will not give us something beyond our own ability to bear that. And so I, I must be careful to ascribe evil to God and, oh, sure. and, yeah. and torturing somebody through suffering without real purpose or end would not be of a good God. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes and amen. Um, you know, another passage just to be thinking about is, you know, and I know we've talked about it before is Second uh, Corinthians 1, 3 through 5, and it talks about how God is the God of all comfort and that he comforts us in all things. Mm. And I, I really like the, the second half of that, though, where it talks about so that we can comfort other people. And, um, you know, I just want to say that, you know, that one, that this is a safe place. So, and, and, and actually, I was talking with, with uh Kyle Wilson, our next steps minister, about another situation on Karen. I'll tell you off off the podcast, uh, but just seeing how God is working in and through our church because people are feeling welcome here, and uh, and so uh, you know you are welcome here. And and the other thing too is if if you are are suffering of anything, it doesn't matter what it is. Uh, we just want to encourage you to, and we'll talk about next steps here in a second. But but just to find your way to Northside at six thirty p.m. on Monday night. Uh, because we have, you know, uh, many different folks on our staff and our volunteer team, you know, who who have gone through what, you know, what what many have gone through, and, and they're leading people through uh, their their suffering daily, you know, either through text messages or phone calls or meeting once a week, and so, you know, they're living out that Second Corinthians one, mm. uh, verse three through five, you know, comforting others with the comfort with which they are comforted. And I just, I just love that we have leaders who are doing that. Mm-hmm. That's great. You know, we try our best uh, to not bring a problem without bringing some solution. And I know Lori's going to share in a little bit some resources, but I wanted to maybe talk about at least a couple of steps of how do we begin to address and deal with our suffering. And I think the first step, whatever we're talking about, is surrender. Recognizing yep. I'm powerless mm-hmm. and that God is all-powerful. Um, the next thing would be to determine, um, and this might be through a pastor or a Christian counselor, uh, if the suffering is being brought on by your own sin, my sin, uh, a, or is this a stronghold in my life which I need to bring before the Lord? And just take some time through discovery and in prayer and counseling to what is what is happening. And, of course, if this is a medical issue, you're seeing a proper doctor, et cetera. Um, and I always suggest getting more than one opinion. Um, <laughs> yep. The other thing is, uh, can I or should I even, you know, be going through this alone? And I think the answer is a resounding no. We're not made to do life by ourselves. God makes that clear. Uh, we need a church community. Uh, we need support and encouragement. Uh, you know, when I'm sharing my struggles, somehow my suffering doesn't seem quite the same or quite as big. 
And so it's so important to do that. And we talk a lot about it in Care Night about hurts, habits, and hang-ups. And these things really can be suffering in our life. Um, And so we want to uncover that, discover that, allow God to discard any strongholds in our life. Um, I I, I had, had a note here that someone had asked this question. What if my suffering won't go away, as in the case of a medical condition or loss of a loved one? Um, And I want to be careful because I know how devastating this is and how it can take a toll on us emotionally, mentally, physically, and spiritually. But we have a God that can redeem anything, and and he's in it, and he's right there with you. Yes and amen. We live in a fallen world, and unfortunately our bodies break down and decay, but we know as Christians that we'll have new and glorified body in heaven when we are present with the Lord. Um, and I also want to go back to something I said earlier, and that is that God doesn't waste anything. And if we don't see that fruit and we don't understand why we were in the suffering, that someday we will, and we'll understand that in heaven. Or maybe we won't because we'll be so happy and so excited. (laughs) And in our new bodies in heaven, it won't even matter to us anymore. (laughs) But I just, I want, I want, if you don't remember anything else from this podcast, you don't suffer alone. The Lord isn't somewhere aloof off in the distance in the clouds somewhere. Uh, As believers, he lives on the inside of us. He's right next to us. He surrounds us, and he's strengthening us every day. And he is sad when you are sad, and he's walking right there with you, and you never, ever have to be alone. Yep. Yes and amen. And the good thing, too, is when we look at passages like uh, Hebrews 13.8, you know, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, tomorrow. His love for you is the same yesterday as it is today, as it is tomorrow. He's not going anywhere. And one thing I, I like what you said, too, it reminds me of uh, Romans 8.18. It says here, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. Awesome. And when we think about, you know, you only need to look to, like, Revelation 21 and, and just see what, like, the new heavens and the new earth is like. You know, it, it's bright. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. There's no need for a sun there. Uh, you know, it's... Uh, it, it is not of this world. Like, this is not heaven. And, uh, you know, we do have, you know, when you look, I think it's 1 Corinthians 15 where it talks about the regenerated body, the the, the immortality, you know. And, you know, the, these are all things that, you know, we think about our, our bodies in, in the new heaven and the new earth. It's like they're, they're, they're not perishable. And so things like suffering doesn't occur. And so these are all things that we can put our hope in. And when we, when we look at Christ and we put our hope there, you know, God starts to starts to transform our mind and starts transforming our thinking, and it's it's very it's very therapeutic as well. It's just to, to change those thought patterns, and so um, that that's why we always want to point people to Christ and mm-hmm. never never get that wrong. So, yeah, Lori, would you would you uh, share with the folks some of our resources and places they could go to get some help? And sure. Yeah. Um, first, actually, um, I was just talking to someone today about suffering, and Tom talked about this a lot. It was do, don't walk through suffering alone, mm-hmm. even if it's self-inflicted suffering. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's always somebody out there who has walked through what you've walked through and, you know, can help carry that burden. So just just don't do that. <laughs> um, but some places you can go for help like that is, like we mentioned, uh, Care Night. Uh, every Monday night at 630, uh, you can get some information and sign up, mynorthside.com slash care. Um, we also have some resources online, just some places you can go, some information you can get, uh, mynorthside.com slash care resources. 
That's great. Yeah, and and I, I love what you mentioned too, like not going it alone, even if it is self-inflicted. Like, um, you know, we have a, a class called "If Money Talks." So if you find yourself in a in, in a bind where you uh, are uh, not able to navigate your financial challenges, come here Monday night, six thirty p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, we literally have people who are, are trained up and skilled, and they have the heart for it, and they have carved out their time to to serve you. Uh, the same thing with uh, I love conquer, you know, men's path to purity. If you found yourself in a in a dark place with uh, pornography or uh, just purity challenges across the board, like just find yourself here at six thirty p.m. Uh, you know, we would just love to help you. And uh, there's just so many different things. And 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 one thing I, I love what you you always say is like if we don't have something for you here, which I, I would argue. We we have, yeah we have we have a ton, <laughs> so there's but something. but if there's something that we need to add, like we want to have that conversation, yeah. we want to talk with you through that. We want to we want to help you make that happen. We want to help you, uh, you know. We want to obviously identify the need. You know what kind of need we're we looking at, but but we want to come along with you uh, during that journey and help you help you do that. Yes, sir. Yeah. So as we get ready to wrap up, uh, you know we uh, yeah we always want to focus on prayer. And uh, so, Tom, can I put you on the spot? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'd love to. Mm-hmm. Well, Heavenly Father, we um, are tackling a, a very heavy and tough topic for many people today, Lord. And, and as I was sitting here, I was reminded that um, though I believe I've had some suffering in my life, it pales to many people I've met and had the opportunity to talk with and hopefully to help. And so, Lord, for those uh, listening uh, to this podcast today uh, and whoever listens in the future, Lord, that... Um, if they're suffering, Lord, that they would reach out to a friend, a neighbor, a counselor, a pastor. Lord, that they would reach out to you in prayer. And Lord, that they would surrender, um, just give you uh, what they're struggling and suffering with. Lord, we uh, pray that uh, if they're in this community, especially if they're a part of Northside, that they would find their way to Care Night so we can love them, encourage them, maybe give them hope where there hasn't been for some time. But Lord, as always, we are so grateful for this format, for the ability to reach uh, people near and far. Um, Lord, and always we hope to push them closer into you, to your truth. Lord, let them soak in your word and your goodness and your love. Lord, so grateful for Tommy and Lori, for all of our volunteers that make what we do possible, and for Northside for supporting us in what we do. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, don't forget, uh, you can catch these episodes uh, every other Thursday morning at 7 a.m. Uh, they'll be available on Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Spotify, or YouTube. You can also go to mynorsa.com slash care, as Lori mentioned, uh, for additional resources. Or uh, you can also call us 24 hours a day, uh, seven days a week, uh, 812-945-8704 uh, to catch our pastor on call. Uh, we love you guys, and we'll catch you next time.